You're here listening to the Claudia Varus podcast. I'm your host, Claudia Varus, your breakthrough coach. I'm a former high-performing corporate manager and tech turned professionally certified coach and business owner. This podcast is all about a real, raw, unsketched and fun perspective on all things related to our human experience. It's a space for us to slow down and talk deep. We cover real and raw stories alongside with practical key takeaways and tips on how to break through in your life. The intent is for you to start thinking differently, critically, for yourself, and with that, take aligned action for no one else but yourself. My mission is to cultivate more empathy in this world, to inspire positive change. And to do that, we have to start with ourselves first and learn how to cultivate empathy towards ourselves. That is why you are part of this mission. It's only through these kind of conversations that we inspire others to take aligned action and start to think differently too. So your task is to go and share this episode with or any one or two learnings and insights with two friends and tell them to share with two more friends. And let's create a positive ripple effect together. Everybody, hello, 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 beautiful listeners. So today we have a really, really cool guest speaker on this podcast episode. We have Denise Kleinmann. And so Denise is an EFT practitioner. You're going to learn in a second what it really is and what it means. And I'm just super, super, super excited to have her here because EFT is something that has been very important in my journey as well, and that I'm actually looking into deepening myself. And it's a tool and it's a technique that I really uh, want you to be aware of and know about as well. So Denise basically pursued the clinical certification because of her belief in, in the ability of EAT to raise people's emotional foundation at the time of heightened stress and fear in the world, which is more than ever right now, very, very important. And so her passion is to increase the resilience needed to face these many challenges as she's currently working on a tapping course for burnout specifically. So we're going to dive deeper into all of these things. But first, Denise, hello and welcome. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here today. Yes, we're so glad to have you. Okay, so first things first, Denise, EFT, what is it? It stands for Emotional Freedom Techniques. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because when I first heard about it, I, I'm not traditionally from the mental health space. I came into this as kind of a third career, honestly. Mm -hmm. And I thought freedom, like what kind of, what kind of guarantee is that? right? You know, that seems like uh, you're selling a lot, you know, but, but as soon as I started trying it out, I realized, wow, what, what it does is it can help you break through the conditioned stress response that you have based upon your life experiences. So, you know, when we find ourselves repeating the same patterns or um, having the same responses to certain people in our lives or getting triggered by the same things over and over again. If you can break through that, that is freedom. And wow. so really what it is, is it's a self-applied stress management technique. So you're using your fingers to tap on different parts of your body, primarily your upper, your face and upper body. Mm -hmm. And what it does is it combines the science of acupuncture and modern psychology. So we're taking advantage of those meridians. We're tapping on the ends of the meridians, as they're known in acupuncture, 
Um, mm. And now science is actually proving the existence of these. And, and it's referred to as the primovascular system now. And through gentle exposure of verbally stating whatever our issue is, then, you know, by the, the tapping physically is it sort of has like these little on off switches, right? So just by tapping on the points without saying anything, we're already calming down our nervous system. But then by mm. speaking about our challenge or our stress or whatever it is we're facing, it's this really powerful combination. Mm. Okay. There is so much in there. <laughs> that I want to get into. Incredible. So this is already hugely val valuable, like emotional freedom technique, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay, perfect. And it's a, it's here to break the conditioned stress response. And it's essentially like in, in essence, a stress management technique that focuses on the meridians, like techniques of acupuncture, which is even proven out by science, if you've, as you've mentioned. Right. So before we get deeper into into that part, if I'm, I'm, I'm curious about you, actually, because you said that you got into this whole world, um, into this, into this whole, let's say, industry, uh, as a third career choice. So what, what, how did your career look like before what you actually started to? Well, so yes. gosh, going way, way back. I mean, I started out in political activism, actually. And so I was, Ooh. I worked for a few political candidates and also environmental activism. And then I moved in, believe it or not, I was a librarian for a while. I got a degree in library science. And honestly, you know, wow. the reason I did that is because I was really interested in libraries as community institutions. And so I mm. wanted to serve in that role. It wasn't so much about the books, although I love books and reading and I love them. I love the spaces, but it's really it was really more about like the the role that libraries play in the community. Um, and then, um, you know, I I stopped and got out of the workplace for a little while. I had three kids and, um, you know, so I was in and out of the workforce doing various different things. I, I've worked with uh, seniors. I've, I, I'm one of those people who has a knack for like working with old people. <laughs> <laughs> it's a special gift. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so, yeah. And then during the pandemic, uh, in the last role that I had uh, working with, with seniors, um, I was laid off and this kind of crossed my path purely by accident. I wasn't looking for it. I really just was interested in helping myself, right? Because I had mm. knew, you know, you get to a certain point in your life where you know what your issues are, you know what your traumas are. And, you know, even though I had done talk therapy, which had helped to some degree, and I had done EMDR as well, if people know what that is. And, um, mm. but I was like, you know, there's still things that are lingering here that I want to be clear and free from. And so mm -hmm. once I, I, I literally you know, like signed up for this course and didn't have like high expectations, but, and it was all just pre-recorded material and I was tapping and it was about wealth and finances, right? So it wasn't even about like, you know, my childhood or any of that stuff. But what was so astounding to me was just how deep I, it, it, I what was going, like, you know, and again, this is like, this wasn't even working with anybody one-on-one. -on -one. This was, mm. this was me listening to some pre-recorded lecture and doing and tapping along and laying on my bedroom floor, like with tears streaming down my face, mm. like, wow. And, and standing up and feeling lighter. Mm. And so at that point, given that we were in the middle of a pandemic and 
you know, I just did not want to have to go back to a nine to five job. And I kind of declared that I was done with that. And so I decided to get certified and I just recognized this as a tool given the state of our world right now and given everything, all the challenges and the stress and the scary stuff that's happening mm. that I wanted to play a part in the healing because I do feel like we need to heal in order to fix the problem. So I still care about the environment. I still care about all those things. Yes. I've just decided that this is the role that I want to play at this stage in my life. Denise, thank you so much for sharing. And I know that this is very useful for listeners because it just shows that you allow yourself to grow into different directions. And it's one of the, the, the things and one of my mantras that I'm constantly also saying is like, we're not meant to be only one version of ourselves, right? We're, not, we're meant to go through different identity, what, what we think is identity crises, but actually it's identity breakthroughs, right? And so one, I mean, you went from politics to a library to like, you know, having three kids, being a mom, plus then, you know, getting into EFT and helping people now. I mean, the through line that I hear and observe here is just service. I mean, there's this seems to be like this deep connection for you to help and serve others. Uh, and the interesting part, which I, I caught up on here that I want to give away to listeners as well, is that you see, like oftentimes when you do things for you first, this is when oftentimes you don't actually realize that this is then something you can use to help others, right? Because you started with EFT um, and getting into that topic for you, right? For yourself to, to, to heal yourself in, in many ways. And for example, I started to get into coaching because I wanted to get to know myself better and wanted to learn all of these tools. And then once we see that it worked on us, this is then when we started to get out there to people to help them, right? So Absolutely. super interesting. So thank you very much for sharing your story as well and your background. It's super, it's super beautiful to just uh, hear that as well. And so one of the words that you mentioned uh, frequently when uh, when it comes to the topic of EFT is like healing and it's also something that you've mentioned in uh, uh, in, in in your introduction that you've sent to me um, that you experienced the level of healing that you didn't realize was possible so what are you referring to when you say a, a level of healing that you didn't know was possible so <clears throat> kind of what I was saying earlier where you know I had worked with, I had had therapy and I had worked through sort of different, what I would call maybe traditional channels of, mm -hmm. of healing. Cause I, I have struggled with depression on and off mm -hmm. throughout um, my adult life. And, and like I said, like, I, I think I had just reached a point where I was like, all right, well, this is, this is my life. These are the things that didn't go the way I wanted to. And I mm -hmm. guess like, I'll just, I'll just accept it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so the real power I think of EFT that I had not previously experienced in other modalities was the release from the body, right? Mm -hmm. It's a somatic based therapy. It's recognizing that if we don't process our feelings and our stress on a regular basis, it's going to get lodged in the body. Mm. Um, I don't know if you know the book, the, the body keeps the score. Yes. Yes. I would yeah. recommend that to everyone listening. Yeah. Please yeah. read this book. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, um, I mean, it's been wildly popular because it's really true, mm. right? Like it's, and in fact, you know, certain studies have shown that with PTSD, for example, that if just talking about it without doing some kind of somatic work, you could be re-traumatizing yourself, mm -hmm. making things worse. 
Mm. And so, so yeah, I think I had just reached a point where I was like, all right, you know, I guess this is just as good as it's going to get, you know, like, so I have, um, I have struggled with migraines, for example. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. it would just be, and none of the medications really helped. And so it was like, okay, I guess I'm just going to have headaches, you know, and I'm just going to have to accept it. And to, to reach a point where I can, where I have release the level of tension in my body. And, and look, this is not a perfect process. Okay. I actually had a headache yesterday. Right. So it's not like this is going to, this is not a cure-all by any means, but it gives you access to a different aspect of your pain, whether it's physical, emotional, et cetera, um, where you have, where you build compassion for yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and so to be able to revisit that as you need to, just over time, I don't tap every day. I don't, I tap when I need to, you know? Mm -hmm. And so for example, with the headache, I tapped on, it's not so much the pain as, as the reaction to the pain, right? The frustration, like, oh, here we go again. Or what story am I telling myself? What does this mean about me that I haven't been able to figure this out? Mm -hmm. Because that just makes it worse. The pain might, is real, right? You know, people have chronic pain and it's not that they aren't actually feeling it, but what we're, but we're make we can make it a whole lot worse by making stories about it. And so I think that that's what I mean when I say healing that I didn't know was possible because it really gave me the power to control my experience. Hmm. So control your experience and how you react to what's actually going on. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I went back and, you know, I mean, lots of times, you know, when I work with somebody from the beginning, you know, there's always a little bit of looking back, right? There's always a little bit of, you know, childhood things that come up, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, but we can use that as a springboard and say, not only, you know, can we help resolve those, but then to say, okay, well, what's next? Like, what else is possible? Yeah. And one of my favorite ways to use EFT actually is with goal setting. So we can, right. So we can say, uh, like I worked with a woman who was really disorganized and having trouble keeping her schedule straight and she was missing appointments and and she was really beating herself up about it, you know? And, um, and we basically set a goal and said, okay, let's have a statement that says I am organized and you know, follow and my calendar supports my work. But that, I don't remember that that was exactly what it was, but we come up with some kind of statement like that. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we say, well, how much do you believe that on a scale of zero to 10? You know, mm-hmm. you like, yes, absolutely. A 10, zero, not at all. So wherever you are in that scale. And then you say, okay, let's say you're a six. You will, you know, that's how, how strongly you believe that possibility. And then you say, well, what's the, but right. Mm-hmm. So you make the statement and you say, but, and then it's like, blah, 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 whatever, you know, it could be a whole bunch of things, but it could be like, well, but I've never been able to do this before. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So then we tap on that and we, and we dig into it and we, we see what comes up. And what I find really fascinating is that, you know, we're getting, we have to get out of our intellect, right? We can't analyze, we can't solve all of our problems with our minds. Mm-hmm. And that's what we try to do. We're a very rational society. That's what we're sort of socialized and taught 
we're supposed to do, right? Mm-hmm. And and sometimes the things that come up, you, we sort of scoff at, like we'll get some memory of when we were eight and the teacher made us feel bad about our assignment or our messy backpack or whatever it was. And yeah. we say, oh, that can't be it. Like, no, come on. That, like, like, I'm over that. That wasn't any big deal. But then you tap on it and you realize, oh, man, I think I've been replaying that script for mm-hmm. a really long time. Yes. Yes. And that comes back. So, so there's just so many nuggets in here, Denise, right? That, that you are uh, sharing here. And it seems like it comes back to what you said at the beginning, that EFT helps really break that conditioned stress response to Absolutely. anything. And, and oftentimes it's even subconscious response, right? And so maybe to give an example, if, if it's okay for you, I can give you an example of something that's going on for me uh, right now. And maybe you can just tell me on how you would approach this with EFT. Is that okay? Sure. Yeah, and the listeners can also get a real example. And I'm gonna be very vulnerable here right now, so <laughs> just <laughs> everyone there with me, okay? No, so here's here's the thing, Denise. So uh, last year in uh, May, I was so May 2022. I was very sick. I had COVID. It really completely messed me up. Uh, my my hormones were completely imbalanced. I you know I uh, chemical imbalance, depression. It was a very dark time, right? And so I remember that there was this moment I was in the house, um, in my parents' house, and I was by myself, and I just felt like my stomach, I had really bad stomach issues, gut issues, and my stomach just started to do very weird stuff, and my heart started to race, and I started to sweat, and I literally thought that something's going to happen. Like, I literally thought, I'm going to die now. It was, at the end, reflecting back, it seems like it was a proper panic attack right? Which I've never had in the past before. I've done really lots of crazy things in, in life and I've never experienced something like that. And so it's been now over one year. Um, and now sometimes there are still these triggers for me that, um, for example, when I'm back in my parents' house and I know that I'm alone, right? There's this trigger, like there's this conditioned stress response of like, okay, now I'm alone. And, you know, I, oh oh shit, like my stomach is a little bit weird. I'm having kind of similar symptoms than in the moment back then, Mm -hmm. right? And it seems like this is like a loop and a pattern that I'm stuck in, even though it got, it, it got better. But um, this seems to be for me like this conditioned stress response that whenever like I'm unwell with my stomach, right? And it creates this weird, weird sensations that I experience in that moment that it creates this anxiety and fear of like, oh, I'm, I'm about to have another panic attack because, you know, I'm alone and my stomach is weird, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right. So how would you, how would you approach this with EFT? So, well, do you want to do a little tapping or no? Oh, okay. okay. Yes, let's well, do let it. Let me first explain it. So, yes. so what I would do, so, so the thing that we do with, with tapping is we, what happens is the brain is programming that memory with all of the sensory aspects of the experience. Mm. So what I would do is I would have you go back to that time in that room and what were you seeing and what were you hearing and were you eating anything? Like, you know, what, what are the, what was your, your physical sensory experience of being in that home? What were you smelling? I mean, smell mm. could be a really right. And we, and we don't actually need to like tap on that right now, but but what we but what we do is we start off with acceptance statements. So so we would tap on the side of the hand. This is where we always start. And we would say, even though I have this memory of this panic attack at my parents' house, I accept myself and my body. Mm. Right. 
And so we we would do, you know, we we would have a variation of that three times. And then I would have you go through the different points. You know, we start at the top of the head and say, this panic attack, this funny feeling in my body, right? And going around the points. And, and we would do a few rounds where we just kind of reawaken that memory for you without it being too scary. And then we simultaneously would remind you that you're safe now. Right. Mm-hmm. Even though I had that panic attack then right here, right now, I feel safe. And mm-hmm. so it's, it's telling your mind, your brain, your body and your mind, even though that happened to me, then it's over. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we're literally like rewiring the brain. Like we are putting that stop sign on that, you know, neural pathway and saying, mm-hmm. we don't need to make this any wider than it was. You know, we always talk about the brain and plasticity and and how, you know, even with thought patterns, right? So our thoughts also continue, can continue to build those neural pathways, right? Way beyond the experience, right? So we're intentionally sending signals to our body, like, it's okay, I can let this, I can let this resolve. Mm. So that's how I would approach it with you. Okay, so it's, so first we accept that it happened and the different points so how often does one have to go through tapping through these different points is it like three rounds or or it depends um so you know i kind of follow the client and there are like physical signals like people yawn quite a bit Mm. um you know you sometimes you can just see like you know if somebody's Mm. like really rigid you can just kind of see their body relax so that's it's really just kind of you have to just have a feel for it and watching them or if you feel if or if you can tell like they're not getting anywhere then we stop and say okay that wasn't obviously the thing the aspect that we needed to focus on like maybe it wasn't the color of the room maybe it was hearing you know I don't know the tv in the other room or you know it could be anything okay okay um so yeah so there's no set time um But what we do is we stop and we check in and we we keep reevaluating and we keep checking in with the body. Yes. Okay. And so it's very interesting because it makes it, it makes it makes actually total sense through this tapping and through these points. You're literally in this moment, just instead of logically trying to comprehend what has happened and beating yourself up or like letting the fear overtake um, this experience, you actually just accept that this experience happened and create safety in your body and hence nervous system of what has happened so that you are not being triggered by these specific sensory exposures anymore moving forward. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Super. Nailed interesting. it. You're a good <laughs> student. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. I have a good teacher. I have a good teacher. So, um, you know, one of the things that you've mentioned, Denise, which is, which is, I think, very important to mention is that it's not a cure, right? And I, this is just so important because I feel like nowadays as well, so many of us just trying to get the cure for everything, you know, the cure for our negative thoughts, the cure for our self-sabotage, uh, the cure for, you know, whatever, weight loss, like whatever it is, like this quick thing that needs to be just happening now and what's the cure and when, when will it end? Um, so what's your take just in general on our human evolution or journey in general and what it actually means to be cured Mm. well personal development and mental health it's a process right Mm -hmm. And, and i think that some of it has to do with societal um uh pressure 
that we're supposed to feel happy all the time. Mm. Right. And that's not really realistic. I mean, life has ups and downs. Yeah. And we're not always on top. Yeah. Right. And it's very, because that isn't really considered acceptable. Like when you were had COVID and when you were struggling in May and not, you know, feeling mm-hmm. depressed, um, you know, it probably, and I don't mean to speak for you, but a lot of people in that situation would feel embarrassed or like they had to hide mm-hmm. or like, maybe you could say you have COVID, right? Like that could be enough. And then people would yeah. leave you alone. Right. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. But it's it's like, but, but to say like, gosh, I had this panic attack and I've never had that before. And, you know, yeah. um, so, so having that vulnerability, like, I think that all of us just mm. creating more of a culture where that's welcomed. Yeah. Right? That sort of sharing and that sort of vulnerability and to say, you know what, this actually makes me stronger. Mm. right because we all go through these things and it's the it's the human experience right so there's there's a there's a real opportunity to connect if we allow that to happen Mm. right um but the other thing is about healing and cures um you know I don't know if we ever are right you know there's always going to be some new challenge that presents itself and I think that the real value can be to to just not be bringing the baggage forward you know Mm. if we have that unresolved baggage then let's do our best to address it and then as as things are occurring in our lives that are challenging let's try to address them face on as much as possible so that it doesn't turn into more baggage right and so that's really what i feel that the world needs right now is is um there's just so much anger and, um, you know, fighting and, you know, mm. we just, we need to find a new, a new way, a new way mm. to treat each other and, and to really just recognize the humanity in each other. Recognize the humanity in each other. I love that. And, you know, it's also exactly what you said is to make it more to make it more normal that we all experience these things and maybe in previous generation which is not so common it was all around my family's polish um and so i know that in in that culture it's like on the outside everything needs to be always great right like we don't talk about negative emotions like i barely saw my mom cry for example when i was growing up all of these things and so i realized that for myself i put myself this expectation of like i have to be happy all the time right but Mm -hmm. i just recently realized as well to the point that you said that um that's an unrealistic expectation right because well, when- and it wears us out it wears us out yeah, and exactly. that kind of gets that kind of gets to my course on burnout right like if yes. we're pretending to be away we're spending all this energy putting a good face on something that's exhausting yeah and, and it's gonna show up somehow either by getting sick or yeah. you know the, you know it's 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 gonna it's gonna make itself aware known to you in yes. one way or the other if there's in that inauthenticity there yes 100 100 and that's where it's just so important for you know people listening to acknowledge that if you have a sad day or a sad three days or four days it's okay you know it's actually part you cannot experience happiness if you don't experience sadness at this you know at the same time as well and so i really love denise what you said here um on that aspect that 
you know, being human and recognizing each other, the humanity is about recognizing also that there is frustration, there is anger, um, and there are all the other emotions that it's okay, you know, and we all struggle with our own things. And you've been also quite vulnerable in, in this um, recording as well with the things that you've struggled with, Denise. And uh, I've had many uh, guest speakers on that share similar things. So it's a normal human experience uh, at the end Absolutely. of the day. Right. Yes. Sure. So uh, Denise, like, you said that you're doing right now EFT tapping whenever you feel like you need it. So let's say, you know, the listeners right now, they have now a basic understanding of EFT tapping. They go to your social media um, links, which I put in the notes below. They check out how EFT tapping works. They try it out potentially. Um, and then they realize, okay, cool. That, that's actually really interesting. That helps me. And then it's like, okay, how do I know that I need to do EFT tapping right now? So I like to say that EFT fills that gap from where, you know, on Instagram, the little memes, right? We all know, like, take a deep breath. Like, it's it's, it's basically translating, like, the quick tips, the, the quick self-care tips, right? That we just, like, scroll through, like, yeah, 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 deep breathing, whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, that's all you do. And, and it really, it maximizes it. So I would say anytime you think, like, oh, boy, I better take a pause and take a deep breath. Or if you feel yourself getting impatient or yelling at somebody in traffic or um mm -hmm. or starting to feel a little blue you know to, to mm -hmm. just sort of interrupt that and that's the thing I love about EFT is that it's easy to learn it's in your back pocket at all times you know yeah and even if you don't know what you're doing that's a common um reaction a lot of people say well I don't know what to say um, just say whatever you're thinking out loud while you're going through the points. You just tap on each point a few times, four or five, six times, keep, keep on moving. And mm -hmm. right there, like I said, it, it, it's essentially telling your amygdala, which is our body, our brains, like fire alarm. It's okay. Mm -hmm. There's no fire. It's okay. You know? Yes. And even if you just say I'm safe, um, or I'm really angry right now. Oh man, I'm really angry. Right. And I'm starting to feel my, my face get hot, you know? So I would say, you know, just mention whatever your physical symptoms are, you know? So don't mm. try to go into the positive right away. Like, it's really important to get it out. Like, you know, this isn't about mm. affirmations. Um, it can be, mm. but it's really important to, to clean and clear out, you know, the tough stuff first. So I would just say that just go around the points whenever you're starting to feel like, my day's not going the way I want it to, or I just, I just need a reset. You know, that would be when I would tap. Mm. And I would also say, you know, be careful. Like if you do know that you, um, you know, because this is not a substitute for medical advice, you know, always say if you have a mental health condition, it's, you know, definitely consult your physician. Um, and, and don't, and don't try to resolve like really deep trauma on your own. I mean, yes. that's why we practitioners exist because that's can be dangerous. And, you know, yeah. so I think for like run of the mill everyday stress, it's great to do yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you, but as you're doing that, if you're finding that you're uncovering some deeper things, I would say, don't do that on your own. Mm, yes. 100%. And it's the combination of, of it all, right? And and it's just beautiful and amazing for people to know that EFT practitioners like you exist even, mm -hmm. right? 
Um, and so this is amazing. And, and the, the process, what I just really like about EFT, the, the EFT process in general is that you acknowledge first how you're feeling, right? Mm -hmm. um, yes. Before then rewiring that pathway in your mind and in your body. So it's really about acknowledging the, 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 the let's say, limiting emotions, which is amazing because it has to be expressed. It has to go out. Um, and then rebuilding based on that. So this is- Right, exactly. And, and just to say, you know, most- the arc of most feelings is something like 90 seconds, right? Yes. So even though we feel something very intensely in the moment, if we can just stick with it for 90 seconds and just say, okay, I'm allow I'm riding this wave. I'm yeah. allowing this to, to take the time that it needs. Yes. Um, it can resolve a lot more quickly than if we, if we don't do anything. Yes. So just for, for the listeners to to catch this, because it's I find very interesting. And also what you're saying, Denise, is the physical sensation of an emotion is 90 seconds, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And so what happens then, for example, I get very, for example, I experience a sense of um, whatever, anxiety, right? Because I have some, some uh, sensory cues that remind me of the situation last year. And that physical emotion lasts the 90 seconds, but then, Two hours later, I'm still annoyed about the situation that it even happened. So how does that then happen? Well, that's a different feeling, right? That's the annoyance. Yes. <laughs> so then you have to work on that, right? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm still annoyed. I don't want to be dealing with this. I want this to be over, right? And really just speak honestly, right? You don't have to sugarcoat it. Yeah, it's so powerful, just giving yourself that permission, because then you're not shoving it down. Right. Otherwise, if it was two hours later, and you're annoyed, but you're just but you just ignore it, then you could be potentially, you know, adding to that. Yes, you know, bodily memory, so to speak. Yes. The next time. Yeah, yeah, there's it takes time, right? Like it takes iterations, especially for something like that, which sounds like it was pretty significant for you. You know, it was your first panic attack, you were scared, you thought you were going to go to the hospital, like, you yeah. were alone. Um, and that's one of the hallmarks of traumatic events is you're alone, it's unexpected. You know, yes. you were caught off guard. Um, yes. And you feel powerless. Yes. Right? So those are like three of the main triggers for something to lodge itself in our memories around trauma right and 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 right and so as an as a grown woman you're you know it's it's easy for us to say intellectually oh come on it wasn't that big of a deal I survived right yeah. like all the things that that we're conditioned to think and say but the truth is like our body was scared yes right and so we just have to be patient and keep working at it and sort of chipping away until our body lets us know like okay I'm good mm -hmm. now Hmm. Yes, this is this is beautiful because it's it goes two ways. It goes like to acknowledge and understand the somatic experience, but then also like the thought process, right? Because what happens if it's because that's when I'm thinking, okay, 90 seconds is the emotional physiological experience. But then if I'm still annoyed about that two hours later, it's actually my my saboteurs or my voices in my head that beat me up for actually having that, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah or for not being resolved yet or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, being yeah. annoyed is like, how can this still happen? You know, like, yes. well, what's yes. going on? And then- Well, going, and, and quite yeah. often, what's wrong with me? Yeah, exactly. Like, that's that's the echo. What, or yeah. How, what, yeah, I'm not doing something right. Yes, yes. 
Yeah. Yes. Uh, incredible. Wow. So Denise, uh, we're coming already towards the end of, of this uh, amazing conversation. If there are like two things that you would like people to really take away from to, from today's conversation, what two things would you want that to be? So I would say that this is, this is something that you can do on your own anytime you need it. So it's always accessible. So that's number one. And number two is to please do it because taking care of ourselves and managing our own stuff is the only way that we can show up in the world differently. And honestly, mm -hmm. that's what I feel like the world needs. I feel like the world needs all of us to be a little softer, a little more understanding, a little more compassionate. And so by taking care of our ourselves and our own wounds on a regular basis, right, yeah. is is really kind of the answer to making the world a better place. Amazing. Incredible. Denise, thank you so much. There are a few things that I've written down that I'm taking away definitely. I mean, just in general, EFT, what EFT tapping is, um, which is on a high level stress management technique to break through the condition stress response. Some of the things that you were saying, which is it's about control your experience to what you feel, which I really love what you say here. So learning how to do that, then we can't solve, prob we can't solve our problems with our mind, which is such a beautiful thing that you've said, which I really want the listeners to take away um, with them that it takes also a feeling aspect to solve problems and not only logically rationally and then the last thing that i've written down here is recognize humanity in each other it's really something that we need nowadays denise thank you so much for being here for sharing your experience your expertise um for everyone listening if you would like to get in touch with Denise and check out also her tapping course for burnout that she's creating. Please check out the links that are in the show notes um, to connect with her. And just in general, let us know how you found this podcast episode. And just to close out this podcast uh, and make sure that we anchor in whatever information serves us right now and our body and mind is receiving right now. Let's just please put our right hand on our tummy in our left and in our chest, taking a deep breath in through your nose and exhaling through your mouth. And just remember that right now you are breaking through. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Denise. Speak soon, everyone. Bye-bye.